Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Somerville Advice Givers Podcast. I'm really glad you're with us this week. I'm your host, Yaden Smith, and this week I'm thrilled to have as our guest, I don't even know y'all's last names, so it's just going to be Capri <laughs> and Joanna of Above It All Counseling. That works. Okay. We'll take it. So, I'm excited to have with us this week, actually, they're, they're um, my neighbor in the office building where we all work. My my neighbors just around the corner, Capri and Joanna with Above It All Counseling. Welcome to the show, y'all. Thank you. Thanks for having us. So uh, I know we were talking a little bit before we pushed the record button. Y'all y'all are not from here. Been, no. been all around the world. Statues crumble. <laughs> I'm kidding. We, we, we'll, we'll cut that out. But, you know, y'all just have been working at least in, in this building for just a few months. When y'all moved in, so tell us a little bit about yourself. You know, where'd y'all where'd y'all grow up? Where'd you go to school? What were you doing before your current uh, before you started your business? So this is Capri. I'm a little bit of a military brat. I've grown up um, all over the place. My uh, last duty station. I joined the military myself um, after becoming an adult. My last duty station was Jacksonville, Florida. And I was a police officer in the military. And so what I really liked about (laughs) being a police officer was the counseling piece more than the arresting piece. Um, And so that's what's kind of led me into doing this type of work as a counselor. I actually uh, graduated from Webster University with a master's degree in counseling. My major is uh, marriage and family therapy. And that's what's kind of led me this way. So... What I heard you say was counseling as a military police officer. I didn't even know that's a thing. Well, yes. I mean, police officers have a big component that regards and requires them to provide a certain level of counseling and uh, communication with... I'm so glad you say that, not to interrupt, but especially with the clickbait headlines that you see all the time. Yeah. The only thing that makes headline news is... Another officer, mm, shall we say, not being very counselor-like. Right. And something going sideways out in the field Mm -hmm. and the fallout from that. It's really, I want to talk more about, but I don't want to interrupt, but we'll talk more about that as we go. Sure, sure. So you went to Webster University. Webster University. Counselor. Counselor. And, um, so sorry, I totally got sidetracked just because... No, 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 absolutely. It's what led me this yeah. way. Um, you know, like I said, I enjoyed the counseling piece more than I enjoyed the arresting piece. Uh, and so I looked into counseling and marriage and family therapy really fit my personality, who I am as a person, uh, and really allowed me to kind of um, hone in on my craft. That's awesome. Thank you. What, what about you, Joanna? How'd you, how'd, you, how'd you get here? Well, I'm originally from Idaho, and when I was 18, I moved to Atlanta, Georgia, just kind of on a whim. I had never been there before, Um, and I started working for the AmeriCorps program and worked in inner city schools in Atlanta, teaching reading to students and managing volunteer programs. So, pause for just a second. How big was the town in Idaho where you were from? Um, Not very big. (laughs) I think it was close (laughs) to maybe 7,000. Whoa. When I was growing up. So like 7,000 to like the metro area of like 7 million. Yeah. Yeah. It was a small little Literally a thousand fold increase. Mm -hmm. Whoa. Yeah. I was ready to do something different and leave Idaho and just kind of pick that on a map. (laughs) Played pin the tail on the donkey and oh, 
Atlanta. Where is that? Yeah. So from there, I moved around quite a bit after leaving Atlanta. Um, I lived kind of all over the place in rural towns and in, you know, cities. Mm -hmm. I've worked in both and really just found a passion for helping other people. Kind of uh, went back to school at some point and got my master's degree in social work from Eastern Washington University. And now I specialize in clinical counseling. Very good. And and how did y'all meet? Well, that's how, a how funny did y'all get story. <laughs> that is a funny story. Go ahead and take it. So I was living in North Dakota and again, wanted in a very small town and wanted to kind of switch things up uh, at some point. Did and it so have anything to do with snow? It did. <laughs> <laughs> it was very cold there, like negative 50. Whoa. So I had been to this area quite a few times. Um, and so I just started applying for jobs and got one at a private practice here. And so I moved during the summer months down to South Carolina. Which in North Dakota, listeners, if you're not familiar with North Dakota, the summer months is singular. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> August. Summer months here <laughs> no, in Somerville, kidding. you know, we've started it now at the time of this recording, practically started summer, and summer will wrap up a little bit after Thanksgiving. Yeah, very different <laughs> from my life before wow. in Idaho and in North Dakota. <laughs> um, and so I started working at this little small practice, and Capri had been working there, I think, for a few months. And we just started to talk to each other. We have a very similar sense of humor, um, as I'm sure you can hear us laughing all the time. Um, And we just really had a passion for helping women and being out in the community and empowering women. And a lot of those things we couldn't necessarily do where we were at. So we talked about opening up our own practice and really getting the um, word out there for really helping women be their best selves. That's excellent. And so how long, when did y'all decide, when did y'all make the decision? Like, you know what? <laughs> We're going to go out on our own. We're going to make this happen. So that's a really funny story. Oh, the more, more it funny is. story. It's okay. hilarious. Yeah. So I came in one day to work and had just made the decision that it was time. It was time to move forward. It was time to do something different. Um, and I submitted my resignation letter. And unbeknownst to me, when Joanna and I went to lunch that day, she told me that she had also submitted a resignation letter. (laughs) And so that's how Above It All Counseling um, was born. And it just took its legs and just ran and started going. And we've been partners ever since. So on the same day, y'all gave your resignation letter. Now, was your resignation letter something like, hey, in two weeks, you're going to notice that I haven't been here in two weeks? (laughs) No, it was more of we tried to give – well, I know in mine, I – asked for at least a month notice to really let clients know about the transition piece and, you know, explaining to them who they would be working with at the facility after we left. Um, and so I typically give a month's notice when I leave a position. Right. And counseling is such a touchy subject Mm -hmm. and, um, Mm -hmm. it's a part of what we do is just trying to be sure, um, that our patients, our clients know that we're available and that transition period is there. Right. Um, so I gave six weeks notice to say, Hey, you know, we won't be here. But it was on the same day. It was. Y'all unbeknownst to each other. Yeah. Like, Hey, we're, I'm, I'm, I don't know about anybody else, but I'm going out to do something different. (laughs) Pretty much. Pretty much. I was leaving for vacation, I think, that that next day. So I wanted to make sure I gave as much time as possible. And how did you how did y'all learn that 
each other had done the same thing. We went to We were just lunch. like about to knock on the same door to say like, oh, hey, what, what are you doing here? What are you doing here? Um, why do you have an envelope in your hand? Why do you have an envelope in your hand? Kind of. No, we went no, to lunch yeah, and it was, it was just news that we shared with each other and we kind of just started laughing that this was clearly meant to be something that we needed to do together. One of those divine appointments. Absolutely. Absolutely. They have lunch and that's where it all started. Yep. Yeah. That's awesome. Awesome. So this is, how many months in are you? Well, we officially hit our um, 30-day mark. We started in January with just getting everything into the building and and really um, letting our clients know where they can find us and what we can do um, to help them. And so most recently, we just hit 30 days of actually practicing in this really big, beautiful building. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. 30 days down. 3,000 days to go. Right. <laughs> Good for y'all. Good for y'all. That's fantastic. And they actually just got those little plaques yeah. on the outside of our offices. Yeah. So yeah. we do Easier look pretty legit. <laughs> Absolutely. Listeners, if you're in the building, you, you can find us a lot easier now. <laughs> That's true. So we can tag team these. We can bounce back and forth, however y'all want to handle it. But as experts in your field, what are, what are some pieces of advice, you know, one, three, five, the number doesn't matter. But what are some pieces of advice that you could give the average person to improve their life? And this may or may not have anything to do with your industry. Just from y'all, from your perspective, what you've observed, go. Well, I think we do have um, five pieces of advice that we would like to put out there for everyone. And really it's talking about kind of your basic needs and being able to meet those, a sense of safety, a sense of belonging, a sense of self-love and self-esteem, and then finding your identity and self-awareness. And so when talking about your basic needs, we're really talking about, in society, we're always taught to put everything before ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. If you put yourself first, you're selfish. Yeah. And so um, it's really kind of changing that mindset for individuals, especially women. Um, I think women as moms and as... Um, individuals or heads of families or or work at work we always put things before ourselves we do very little self-care you know and so our kids come first our spouses come first our jobs come first and at the end of the day we don't really have a lot for ourselves to kind of help us rejuvenate and so really switching that idea that if we're not at 100%, we can't give 100% to the people that we love. Right. You know, they talk a lot about that on flights of putting the air mask on yourself first and then putting it on yes. your child or somebody else that you're trying to help. Um, and it's kind of applying that same idea to your own life um, because when you're your best self, then you can be more to everybody right. else around right. you. Oh, man. I, so I the scenario that instantly pops into my mind is when it's six o'clock and I've been on the go since six o'clock in the morning and it's 6 PM and I still have an hour's worth of work. I get home, I'm emotionally exhausted and something goes sideways. I mean, not that that ever happens because yeah. <laughs> I only have four children. <laughs> right. But, you know, like if, if my emotional tank is empty, then it's, it's not right. Everybody's going to be frustrated. Right. Yep. You have no, you know, have no energy for your kids. Right. You have less patience 
talking to your wife or you don't even want to talk at all. You just want to go to bed, Mm -hmm. you know? And so it's really about more finding that balance and giving yourself that time to do self care so that you can still have energy at the end of the day and be there for your kids, be there for your significant others. You know, you don't feel so drained at the end of the day at work, things like that. So really being able to kind of balance that out a little bit better. That's so important. Yeah. You're so right. Very good. Yeah. And our next big piece of advice is safety. You know, we know that uh, safety is necessary. It's sa- safety is uh, big for everyone, but especially women. The need to feel safe in our employment, the need to feel safe in our communities, in our relationships. Um, safety gives us the ability to focus on our other needs and be able to focus on how to become better people within ourselves. Um, and above it all, you know, the ability to listen to that inner voice um, is the key to this component. How mm-hmm. can we feel safe just walking around and how can we be sure to fulfill our roles in our community um, if we don't feel safe. And so we say safety, learning how to feel safe, learning to listen to that inner voice, learning how to be there for the people around us and support each other. And when you say safe, it doesn't sound like you're just talking about like um, a security system right. for your house. Yeah. Right. It's, it's more like a personal awareness of is this situation, do I, do I feel safe in this, in this situation? Right. right. You know, right. in an office situation, in a relationship situation. Not so much, did you lock all your doors before right. going to bed? Right. So mental safety is just as important as the yeah. physical safety. Right. Um, being able to know that you're going to go to work and you're going to do a good job and your job is going to be secure. To know that you can send your kids to school or to go to church mm-hmm. and to know that you're amongst people that care about you and that love you and don't want anything bad to happen to you. Right. Uh, to know that in a relationship that tomorrow someone's not going to pack their bags and leave you, um, but you are secure in that relationship and you're safe in that relationship enough to be vulnerable and open and honest. So that's what we mean when we talk about safety. Awesome. Yeah. If you don't have that, then, well, it it reminds me of a phrase that I heard somewhere that relationships can only go as far as the truth. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I would add to that, just from hearing you talk Mm -hmm. now about safety, the truth can only go as far as you feel secure. Mm -hmm. Right. If you don't feel secure, you're not going to be able to be open and honest. Right. Mm-hmm. You get stuck. And I think a lot of people get stuck in that safety area. You know, if you if you don't feel safe, um, even, you know, thinking of a car accident, if you've been in a car accident, you don't feel safe oh driving, goodness. right? Yeah. That limits the rest of the, your yeah, life. Feelings, you, right. you can't go to the grocery store on your own. You depend on other mm-hmm. people. And yeah. so really working through that sense of safety, um, that sense of security so that it kind of continues to open the doors for you in moving forward and kind of living your best life. Right on. Thank you. Okay. Absolutely. That's brilliant. Um, and you kind of touched on it a little bit, Capri, with talking about safety, but really finding that sense of belonging is our third piece of advice. You know, everyone wants to matter to someone, right? Mm-hmm. And so we feel that, you know, people being able to kind of find that sense of belonging with people, whether it's your family, whether it's friends, 
um, people at work, people at church, people in your community, you know, but being able to find that sense of belonging and no matter where you find that, you just make sure that they're healthy relationships. You know, sometimes our family's not healthy. Sometimes our <laughs> friends aren't a healthy relationship and can be toxic, you know, and so making sure that the relationships are healthy for you and surrounding yourself with people that really want you to be the best version of yourself. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. We're and humans and humans aren't made to be alone. Yeah. Um, we run in packs and so to be sure that we are belonging to the right pack, the right group that's going to allow us to continue to grow and to meet our needs. Right. Yeah. So that kind of leads us into our fourth piece of advice. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, and we really focus a lot on, um, after we realize that, you know, where we belong and how we belong, we really want to focus on self-esteem and self-love. Uh, and so when we think about self-esteem and self-love, um, learning to love ourselves starts with building our self-esteem. Uh, and this can be very, very difficult for women because we have a different relationship oh my with self-love. <laughs> yeah. I cannot even imagine. Right. Often women are their biggest critics. We have the media that encourages unrealistic yeah, that views, right, um, on what we're expected to do mm -hmm. um, and which roles we're expected to play and kind of which order they need to go into. And so we talk a lot about um, being able to build your self-esteem, um, knowing where you belong and really learning to love who you are on the inside and on the outside. Well, you know, I something that I read in a blog once and I am not listeners you might be able to tell I am not a woman <laughs> um, so I don't have any first-hand knowledge of this but it, se it seemed to make sense that the just women are constantly bombarded 24-7 that they're not enough right in one form or another they're right. not doing enough they're not pretty enough they're not whatever enough. Mm -hmm. Just mm -hmm. they're not enough. Right. And that's, you know, and that's where we're coming battle. from. It's exactly. a constant battle. Exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. But like Joanna said, you know, in belonging, when you find where you belong, right. you find your people and the people that love you despite whatever mm -hmm. flaws you have, because none of us are perfect. Um, then you get to a sense of building that self-esteem and you get to that point where you love who you are. Um, and that is essential to having an improvement in your life and, and feeling great about waking up every day and looking in the mirror and saying, I like what I see. I like who I am. I like the roles that I play. And I understand that at all times I might not be 100%, um, but I'm going to keep trying and I'm going to keep mm -hmm. doing and I'm going to keep showing up and I'm going to keep being there um, and allow the rest of the world to kind of embrace that as well. Yeah, I really agree with that. You know, just because you love yourself doesn't mean that you don't want to continue to improve, right? That's even right. more so. If I love myself, I know I need to continue to improve. I still want to be the best version of myself, you know? And so just being able to be okay with who you are now, but really recognizing you that you still have you goals. Are. Yeah. You can't start anywhere, but right where you exactly. are. Exactly. Right. Exactly. That's right. Have you all seen the movie, The Greatest Showman? Not yet. Oh. Yeah. I know. Above it all, counseling has had us so busy <laughs> inside and out, you know, making sure that uh, we are embracing the Somerville community and the Somerville community is embracing us that I don't remember the last movie that we actually got to go sit down and watch together. It's available for rent now. Right. Oh, is it oh, already? Goodness. Y'all got to put that on your list. Yeah. All right. All right put that I heard on it was list. really good. Oh, my goodness. So did I. We've seen it in theater three times. Wow. Oh, wow. And it's the only soundtrack we have a CD of. Oh, wow. okay. I mean, it's that good. 
Okay, so we digress. So, Uh, yeah, our fifth piece of advice is really identity and self-awareness, you know, and if you've been able to achieve and and had success in the first four areas that we kind of talked about, Mm -hmm. then this is a lot easier to um, figure out for yourself as far as what your identity is, where you, what your purpose in the world is, that kind of a thing, you know? And so recognizing that everyone has this positive purpose or place in the world and being able to find that purpose in your life really helps you to have a sense of happiness and makes you feel more grounded and more fulfilled. And so just kind of being able to find that. Absolutely. Um, and that just, you know, just recapping, you know, basic needs, safety, belonging, self-esteem, self-love and self-identity. Um, those are big pieces of advice into saying this is how you can be the best version of yourself. This is how you can really um, live a fulfilled life and be able to share that with everyone around you. That's awesome. Well, I know just from my own life experience, the times where I've had, you know, the, the privilege of talking with a counselor to talk through baggage. Good reality is everybody you know has baggage. Absolutely. Right? Yep. There's cultural baggage, there's family baggage, there's relationship baggage. And most of the time it's baggage that you don't even realize is dragging you down. Yeah. It's like the two fish swimming and the one fish says to the other, like, how's the water? And the other fish is like, what water? It just is. Right. Mm-hmm. It's just such a part of your identity and the culture that you live in that it doesn't seem like baggage until you get to have a conversation with someone that can look in from the outside and say, you know, this is, it's normal. They can normalize your experiences. Mm -hmm. Like this is normal. What you're going through as a dad, as a mom, as Mm -hmm. a son, as a daughter, as an employee, what you're going through is normal. Here's what you can do to be better. Absolutely. I have such a high respect <laughs> for what y'all do. Oh, thank, thank you. I, 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 cannot, I cannot say enough good things about counselors. Yeah. Um, here's a question. So for, for listeners out there who are thinking, uh, you know, I've tried a counselor and meh, didn't work. What would you say? What would you say to that person? I would say that you haven't found the right one. There's someone out there, I think for everyone, and it's the same as like picking a doctor mm-hmm. or, a re, you know, getting into a relationship. You have to find someone that you can be open with, someone that you can feel comfortable around. Um, and I think that's one of our biggest things is, you know, I know I'm not for everyone. Right. Capri may not be for everyone, you know, but the people no, I'm that... for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> we found the counselor the one, for everyone. The one that's right for everyone. Center, I forgot I had that. Sorry. That was our my hidden secret, but... I'm no. so glad you said that because that's what I've heard. Yeah. And, and so everyone has different styles. Don't quit looking. Exactly. Don't and if, quit if, looking for a counselor. Yeah. Absolutely. I feel like everyone has a different style. Everyone has a different perspective, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and there may be things that you're looking for. So it's almost like you have to kind of interview us when we're interviewing you in that first session, you know, and really making sure that it's a good fit. And I tell people that all the time, you know, it's great working in a group practice because if I'm not a good fit for you, maybe Capri is, you know, and if it's not her, then we'll help you find who will be a good fit for you because we feel like, you know, if you're seeking out help, that's not an easy thing to always do, Yeah, you know? And Admitting so if you're you taking, 
is oftentimes the hardest thing. If you take that initiative, we're going to do whatever we can to kind of help you find that right fit. So so great. So great. And and like Joanna said, you know, our first session, it's really about seeing if our personalities mess with your personality. Mm -hmm. And if um, someone isn't comfortable, we encourage them just to be open and honest. We don't take it personal. Um, We have a clear understanding that different backgrounds yield different thoughts. Um, And we want to get you to somebody that's going to help you change whatever thoughts are in your head that you don't want or that you don't like. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we have such a large presence here in in Charleston, in the Tri-County area of counselors, that we want to refer out. There is enough work for all of us, and we just want everyone to have an opportunity. If you're not a good fit, you probably know a counselor that will That's right. Healthy, yes. Awesome. Absolutely. It's so good. Thank you all for those pieces of advice. I think, I think, I think at least for me, this is hugely valuable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take some of these to heart myself. Well, good. So next, we jump into our final four questions. All right. So question number one, when work is over and it's time to play, what do you like to do for fun? Well, clearly I like to travel. <laughs> I've kind of been to almost every state except for two. Um, and Let so... me guess, South Dakota and Rhode Island. <laughs> no, actually I've been to both of those. My two left are um, Maine and New Hampshire. Oh, well, not Alaska and Hawaii. Yeah. Or like, actually no, Maine and Vermont. Alaska and Hawaii. Wow, Maine and Vermont. Yeah. So, and I would like to hit those kind of in the fall season because it's beautiful out there. This in the is fall. the perfect year. Yeah. This is the perfect year. Yeah. So... How about you, Capri? I am a bit of a nerd. So <laughs> if I am not writing something for this PhD You're dissertation. You're playing World of, World of Warcraft. Not that quite a okay. nerd. Not that um, level bring, nerd. Bring it, scale it back a little bit. <laughs> it's, it's I love listening to TED Talks. I love to go on walks. I love to read. I love to swim. Um, I love to be a friend, a mother, a daughter, a wife. So um, if I'm not working, that's I'm in one of those roles just enjoying um, the opportunity to see another day and, and have fun with it. What's the most recent TED Talk that you've watched or listened to? Or the first one that, that comes to mind, like this is a good one? I don't know. We have a couple on I, our social media that she's posted about women mm-hmm. in kind of how women in their roles are in the community. So yeah, we've posted some on Facebook. We'll grab one of those. And we'll put that in the show notes. All right. Sounds good. Always looking for good content to mm-hmm. share with people to make their lives better. Yeah. Okay. Final four question. Number two, in the next 12 months, what are y'all most excited about? Okay, well, we'll go with Capri first since you okay. since you you jumped in. Capri, all right. Go. So I think that we're <laughs> most excited about um, growing our practice, really being a part of the Somerville community, embracing it, contributing back to Somerville. Um, everyone in this town has been so welcoming, arms wide open. That we're just so eager to kind of get out there and figure out where we belong and where we fit in, and how we can make sure that we're giving back and we're helping and we're supporting the community. Fantastic. Yeah. And just to add to that, you know, I think we're definitely along the same lines, but really finding a way that we can best support the women of Somerville and the Tri-County area Mm -hmm. and how we can continue to kind of push um, women to empower each other and help the men figure out how to empower their women as well. Um, And I think that's kind of our main focus in the next 12 months is to really focus on that and and get that message out. Excellent. Mm -hmm. Excellent. So question number three of the final four, 
What is a parting piece of advice you'd like to share with the audience? Well, I think we kind of talked about that one a little bit earlier is really just being able to seek help when you feel stuck or when you're struggling Mm. with someone or something, not necessarily someone, but um, when you're struggling with something to really just kind of look outside of maybe who you typically go to if things aren't changing, you know, and so and seeking help sometimes can be scary and sometimes can be uncomfortable, but You know, there's definitely professionals out there that even if you feel like your issue isn't as big or as significant that you need to see someone professional, so to speak. Um, But just kind of recognizing that it's not always what you think it is and just getting that other perspective can be a life changer. Absolutely. Right on. Yeah. And this one's for you, Yaden. Okay. So here at Above It All Counseling, we believe... You can pick your friends, you can pick your nose, but you can't pick your friend's nose, but above it all, you can pick the right therapist. (laughs) That's awesome. There we go. I love that. All right, question number four. What's the best way for the audience to get in touch with y'all? Um, well, we do have a website at aboveitallcounseling.com. Um, and from our website, you can get to all of our social media. Uh, we are on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And then also you can just give us a call at 843-291-6066. We'd be happy to take your call and meet with you and kind of go further and help you be successful. That's awesome. Absolutely. Okay, That's bonus round. Not in your notes. I had to mix it up a little bit. All right, so bonus round. This is an easy question. Take as much time as you need to think about it. And I heard this question on another podcast that I listened to and just fell in love with it. So asking all of our guests this question currently, what is saving your life right now? What is saving our life right now? What is saving your life right now? Okay, I'm going to need to think. I mean, for me, I think what's saving my life right now is just being surrounded by so many people that love me Mm -hmm. um, and that I love back. It is unbelievable to have a long day or a hard day or a difficult day um, and walk into Joanna and her saying, you know, good morning or have a good evening or getting a funny text from her uh, or, you know, coming home and and having dinner cooked for me. Um, That's really exciting. That makes me um overwhelmed and and just so grateful to be able to have so many people that love me and that that i love back and y'all know who you are you know who (laughs) you are so this is capri saying thank you thank you for your support. this is me saying thank you for supporting capri yes so she could be out here making the world a better place yes You know, I'm going to have to kind of piggyback on that. I think I've surrounded myself over the years with some really interesting, supportive people um, from very many or from a variety of different areas. Um, My family, for sure, I think supports me 100%. They support all of my crazy ideas of moving cross country back and forth. (laughs) And they're always willing to take that road trip with me. Um, so good. But having friends that support you, believe in you, especially with, you know, transitioning to starting your own business. Um, That's the thing. Yeah. It's a thing when you do that. Yeah, it's hard. And not everybody understands that. And Capri definitely is a huge support when I feel like um, when I'm struggling with something, it's always good to kind of have somebody who's who really does see 
the things that you don't see. Right. You know, it's kind of that yin and yang kind of a mm-hmm. mentality yeah. where yeah. we really do complement each other in in the places that I struggle, she's very successful in and vice versa. You know, and so I think it's great to have those types of people around you that really want the best for you, even if that means, you know, kind of moving all over the place or going out on your own or whatever the case is. So, so y'all know who you are who are in this support system for, sure. for Joanna and Capri. And you should. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for supporting them, for Absolutely. real. It, it means a great deal not only to them, but to those people whose lives are being impacted for good by them. We, I, I don't know that we will ever know, at least this side of heaven, how many lives you impact yeah. with, with just sure. what you do during a regular day. There's no way to count. Uh, to put it differently, you can count the seeds in an apple, but you cannot count the apples in a seed. Mm-hmm. True. You that can't count sense. how many apples are in a seed. <laughs> right. It's Very just, true. Right. It's, it's innumerable. That's it. That's it. Well, thanks for having us. Yeah. Capri and Joanna, yeah. uh, again, our guests are with Above It All Counseling. They're right here in Somerville. You can find them online at aboveitallcounseling.com. All this stuff will be in the notes. So you can just, listeners, you can just click and, and go right there. Fantastic. Thank you all. Thank you. For being here with us today. Very good stuff. Listeners, take this to heart. At least seek help when you feel stuck. And also, don't pick your friend's nose. That's true. <laughs> Nobody likes that. <laughs> As always, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in this week. My name is Yate. I'm your host. You've been listening to the Somerville Advice Givers podcast, and we will see you next week. Mm-hmm.